Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. It's about that time I get to chat to a special artist each and every Thursday. We kickstart Heritage Month Music Focus with the one and only a producer, songwriter, a man that has penned and created many, many songs before technology was where it's at now. Welcome to the show, Mr. Malam. Thanks for having me, man. Wow. Wow. You know, we spoke off air and we spoke about 20 years of you producing music that has been playlisted. Yeah. It's something that is, is is special. It's something that's major and something that you probably don't always think about. I probably had to remind you when I asked you. Yeah, you reminded me and I, now I feel old. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. You know what? The concept of getting one song onto radio, you do understand for even one young artist yeah. is a big deal. No, definitely. I mean, look, it's a, I won't say it's easier to get onto radio now yeah. uh, or to get your songs to the radio station. Yeah. Like back in the day when we had to do it, we had to put it onto CD. Yeah, we had an to, envelope. Yes. And we either had to post it or we had yeah. to come through to the station, yes. make a, have a meeting with the <laughs> station manager yeah. to listen to the and song. Then, and they listen to it in front of you. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you've been upstairs here with Grant, uh, yes. Grant Lesh before, who's still here, not right now, but I mean, he, he is still in the building. Okay. Uh, and it's a crazy time, man. We would get you with a CD, put it in, they would play the song in front of you. You'd be so nervous. <laughs> yes. You'd be like, ah, what if they ate it? <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow. let, let's start at the beginning. We sing that it is Heritage Month. We are in the Mother City. Can you tell us uh, where you grew up? Well, I grew up in um, Montana, Montana, okay. yeah. Montana, whatever, <laughs> Montana, whatever people call it. Yeah, on the way to the airport, eh? somewhere yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's right, right well, it's close to the airport, okay. yeah, that side of the world. Um, yeah, that's where I grew up. Yeah, and the environment uh, that you were in, uh, was it a musical environment? Uh, what, were, what were your parents listening to? Mm. How did you connect to music? It wasn't really a musical environment. I know my dad was always into um, collecting equipment and musical equipment, like okay. reel-to-reels and tape decks and all these things. Um, and he would always play a lot of music yeah. on these things, and I would love it. Yeah. You know, I would always try and break down the songs. I can yeah. remember my earliest memory probably would be before school. Yeah, and he would play a song, and I would be able to pick out the bass. I'd oh, be able wow. to pick out what the guitars were doing. At the time, I didn't know it was guitars. Yeah, like especially you know, like a if you got like a wah pedal on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And I asked my dad, "What is that?" And he yeah. said, "It's a guitar." And I'm like, a "Guitar? <laughs> How does a guitar sound like that?" Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was always interested in those those kinds of things, like breaking down music. Yeah. And as a child. Um, watching watching TV shows and so the the, mu- the TV themes that I used to like, um, I always dreamt of m- remaking those okay. pieces of music okay. one day in my life. And yeah. that's crazy because I know uh, I know this about you. It's always been one of your goals to make um, uh, music for film yes. mu- and scores, and you actually get to do that now, yes, right? I Isn't do. that crazy? It's, it's fun. <laughs> Look, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I'm just here to remind you that you're living your dream. <laughs> I think that this is what this conversation is about. Uh, Mr. Malam in studio, if you just joined in, uh, if you want to drop him a message, if you are an up and coming artist or producer, 071-286-0639. Uh, high school, which school did you yes. go to? I went to Garlandale High. Which is the same school that I went to. Yeah, yeah. Which is the same school that Garth B went to. Yeah. Uh, which is the I can keep going, yeah. I can keep going, but we're going to keep it within Garth B. Shout out to that guy. He also sits in the seat over the weekend. And uh, I, I, musically, what was going on at Garlandale? Because I know you were there before me. We have a little bit of an age gap. Yeah, look, um, 
that, that okay that was back in the 90s yeah. and i can remember each year like the big songs of each year up until about 1995 yeah. i can think so between 92 yeah. to 95 okay so yeah look for me i was i was big on i was big in hip hop yeah um you know some some house music too but mostly hip hop yeah. in fact i was yeah. in a rap group you were yeah what was the name of the group again <sighs> well <laughs> it's it started in 1991 And that was <laughs> You can say it. Sorry. The Devastators. No one, the Devastators. Yes. And okay. then we changed it to The Lords, which okay. was an acronym for Lords of Real Dope Sound. Okay, oh okay. And who were the guys in the in the in the in well, the band? It was it was it was Can me. we send them a shout out? Yeah. yeah. My brother Ismail Malam, Ismail, Janik Low, and up, of course me. Yeah. And then we added and we became Noise Level. Okay. So it was myself, it was my brother Ismail, my friend Janik. It was uh MCJ at the time, his okay. name Red Angel. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. Um and my friend uh, Daryl Jacobs, we were Noise Level and we performed Daryl Jacobs. Places, yeah. Yes, Daryl Jacobs. I actually know exactly who that is, yeah. Oh, awesome. I know exactly. He moved to the UK eventually at some point. Yes, he was in yeah, the UK and for he's some back. time. Yeah, he's, he's back, back now. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing, man. It's crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, to anyone listening, uh, anyone, you'll know this is an OG I'm speaking to, a young OG, <laughs> and I say it uh, because he's still making music. Uh, latest release being uh, I would think it's somewhere between Jadicket's Nobody. of that we playing and uh brown sugar sa shiver yes and i don't know if you guys received money kellenberg's yes and money kellenberg we yeah. had on the show uh last thursday yes. so uh that one was called something uh sort got it uh, yeah so wrote it, it. Wrote it got, got it. it yeah got it <laughs> cool nice <laughs> we turned to mr malum in studio um Was there a moment in your career that kind of changed things that kind of like took it to the next level uh, something either a song you made an album you made or an experience Well I think okay um let me just go back quickly back in the day I did these remixes okay. of of songs and at the time uh, Diggy Bongs worked for Good Up FM yes. and my friend Terence Roder yes. shout out to Terence Roder yes, to do that um <laughs> he uh introduced me to Diggy Bongs and then Diggy Bongs heard You Rock My World okay. the, the remix okay. and then he played it on Good Up and weekly I would do these remixes for his show um, from there uh, who what happened yeah there was an ad in the newspaper yeah, yeah, yeah that Mama Dance Records at the time were looking for producers to produce for their artists and then um, I w- had a meeting with him showed him the, the remixes that I did and he was Happy yeah. with it, so he put that me was, on. Was that Craig? Craig, Mag- yes, Craig, Craig McGahey. Yeah, yeah, yes. And then, um, yeah, and he loved what I did, and he put me on Jerusha's album. Whew. He asked me to produce first, so that was kind of like a big moment for me. Uh, Jerusha, man, I remember that time she was basically the singing doctor, right? And, yes. and I mean, she had a host of hit records out, but was still practicing. Yes. At that time, it's crazy. Yeah, at the time, she had "Are You the One for Me?" Yes, yes. "Are You the One for That's Me?" That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it was quite big in Cape It was massive, man. And I know you did uh, the record "Dance" for yes, was it that? Yes, right? I did. Okay, yeah. that was incredible, first, man. The first single of the album. Yeah, and it was a changing moment for you. You could feel it kind of took you, it brought you yes. in. Yes, 
that's incredible, man. Shout out to Diggy Bongs, man. I got to send that guy a message. Uh, someone who played a role in many of our careers, actually. Yeah. So we are chatting to Mr. Malim. Uh, we're going to chop it up with him just a bit more. Uh, just after these, uh, it is Thursday, uh, Mr. Malim. Uh, we, that means it's Throwback Thursday. Okay. I think you're going to like this. So each and every Thursday, we have two songs per hour uh, that are kind of throwbacks. Awesome. Uh, so let's see what we got for us uh, tonight. Chat time here with you on Group FM till 9. It's Cape Town's original. It's uh, exactly that time. It's uh, 20 minutes before the top of the hour. We are chatting to Mr. Malam, getting to know more about his story. Mr. Malam, uh, you know, I always want to call you by your first name. Yes. Even though your studio, you know, your artist name and producer name is Mr. Malam, but your full name is... Ibrahim Malam. Ibrahim Malam. The, the, the strange thing is, like, for the last few weeks, I've been thinking, you know, <laughs> it's just so much simpler to go with my with my name. Your government name. Yeah, Ibrahim Malam. That's, that's me. It's, yeah. e- it's easier for people to find me as well. Yeah. Because when they hear Mr. Malam, it's like... It's very you know, mysterious, all, all my, eh? Most of my of my um, social media stuff is Ibrahim Malam. Ibrahim Malam, yeah. Like, okay, that doesn't make sense, but okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think people still find their way to you. How many up-and-coming uh, artists uh, make contact with you these days for songs? Um, Just, let's say, uh, per week? Um, per month? <laughs> per month. <laughs> per month. Well, that... Gee, it's not a lot to be honest with you. Okay. There's a there's a few up and coming artists who I'm I'm working with at the moment and uh, a few established artists yeah. as well. Um but yeah, I, I keep myself myself busy with that. So Okay. Um Are you more selective with who you work with also? Not not really selective. If if there's talent, if there's if I see there's not how shall I say um, so some people need a lot of work. Okay, and I got I'm, you. I'm, I'm at a place where I can't be babying people. Yes. While there are some people who I feel they are basically there and they just need a bit of a push, yeah. I can work with that. I like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, need, I need people to come who who's going to be professional yeah. or who I can teach to be professional yeah. in the studio or how to um, teach the know-how of the yes. industry in a sense. Yeah. Um, and who understands it. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about some artists you've worked with? Uh, to the listeners, uh, if you don't know, uh, let's run through uh, a few of them. Let's talk about songs and artists. Jared Ricketts. Yes. Uh, that entire album, for the most part, most of it. Yes, uh, produced the whole, the whole the, album. Uh, and that one went to the Summers, right? That was Summer nominated Nominated well. for? For Best Pop Album. Okay. And for Best Engineered Album. Oh, that's yeah. a nice one. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you like that, that part. <laughs> yes. uh, let's talk about, there's Jerusha. There was Danny Kay that, uh, I don't know if anything uh, got released, but you know, you at some point yeah. you were interacting with Danny Kay back then. I was doing some, some remixes uh, for him yeah. and he liked one of the remixes. And then we were going back and forth with some ideas for, um, I don't know if it was a single for yeah. his album. Um, you know, I'm the type of person when I'm busy with something, I, I focus on what I'm yeah. busy with. And... Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't get to finishing anything okay. for him. Um, but yeah, gee, I was actually thinking on my way here. I was thinking, who are the people I've worked with? Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a list. There's you. Okay. There's um, Jared Ricketts. Did you do it's complicated uh, for uh, Salome? I did. And uh, for Mark Lottering. Mark Lottering, yes. Okay, okay, okay. We, we actually had Salome uh, uh, last week uh, and we got to chat to her. So obviously, you know how much fun that was. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> it was lots, it was lots uh, a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk about who else. I, I think we went, to, I want to tell the story, uh, if we can, about uh, when we worked together. Uh, it was 2000 and probably around about 2007 or six. 2006. I went started, to uh, Mr. Mullum and I said, hey man, like, I write songs, right? Yeah. 
Actually, no. It tracks back this before is, that. Yes, this is how, how you were on Idol. I was. Idol at the time. Yes. And then I think there was a break or something. You came back home. I was at my cousin's place. You yes. knew my cousin. Yes, and the Khalan family. Yes. Big shout out to the Khalan family, Munib, uh, Tahir, Shuaib, yes, Junaid, uh, Uncle uh, Aslam. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, you came down the street and we started to talk. And I said, well, I'm a producer. You're yeah. an artist. So, you know, let's work together. And you said, yeah, we should. <laughs> you know, that's always like the Cape Town. Yeah, yeah, we we will. <laughs> we'll do coffee. That's what you did. And then we didn't for a while. Yeah, and then um yeah, I forgot about that. And then later on, I saw you on the Tempo ad. Ah. Yeah, and I'm like, "Hey, Chad, uh, uh, sings." Uh, uh, uh. And I contacted you on Facebook. And I'm like, "Dude, are okay. you still recording music? Are you still busy?" And you said, "Yeah, let's get together." And then we met up. You showed me your book of songs, and I'm like, we can definitely work on something because wow. there's songs. And at that time, I've been working with artists who couldn't write their own songs. Yes. And that was, it was always like a bit of a setback. Yes. Because yes. we could never finish songs. So, and yeah. you said, Chad, uh, for every song that you write for my artists, I will produce a one song for you. for you. That was a deal we made. Yeah. And guys, one of those songs was uh, Seeing Stars, which just <laughs> became one of my biggest hits yeah. uh, back then. Uh, and we made a whole lot of good music together. That album got nominated at the Summers. We went to Joburg. That was fun. Nine of us slept in a hotel room. <laughs> Most of us I on the floor. That. It was, I mean, it was humble beginnings, man. Yeah, and some, was, some in the car. Some in the car, some yeah. uh, on the floor, someone, some didn't sleep. Yeah, no, some didn't sleep. It was an incredible time, man. Mr. Mellum is with us uh, in the studio. Uh, Mr. Mellum, while I have you, you've also worked with some artists who aren't even based here. Some of them are, are based uh, abroad, right? Uh, I know Mark, uh, uh, you, there, there's an artist uh, currently, other than Mark Lottering, yeah, there's an artist in the States, uh, in Spain in that Spain? you worked oh, with? Oh, yes, Mark Wayne. Mark yes. Wayne, yeah, you've worked with him. Uh, How's, yeah. How was that process? Did you do it across... We did it across, yeah. Bec- uh, there was just one song that, that he's actually been in South Africa. Okay. We recorded the whole okay. thing. So how it went is um, he contacted me because he's um, heard the stuff that I did for Jared. Yeah. And he contacted me and he asked me if I, if I can write and produce songs for him. Yep. Because he doesn't write as yeah. well. And then, um, yeah. Mark I, Wayne, man. Top guy. Rocco. And yeah. recorded six songs for him. Nice. Which, which actually all six went on the charts. Yeah. Have a listen to this. Hi, Chad. Hi, Mr. Iran Malam. This is Mark Wayne. I just want to add my two cents to that already full bucket of Mr. Hitmaker. <laughs> Thank you for answering the call, Ibrahim. I've sent out a lot of messages. I've sent out a lot of emails and I called a lot of people. And you were the only one that answered. I think it was a bit daunting for these guys to work with somebody so far. And I understand We've been working together since 2020, and since then, uh, we had two number one hits on another radio station, and I'm really grateful for that. So here's to many more hits, buddy. Yes. And let's make this next one a bigger number one. I love that. On all the other radio stations, including Good Hope FM. So thank you so much, and have a great interview. Oh man, how's awesome. that? Uh, Thanks Mark. so much, Mark. Yeah, hola, como estas, amigo? Hey, have a listen to this. Salam, Mr. Malum. It's Mark Lotting. <laughs> I've had the privilege of working alongside you, sir, yeah. um, on several occasions, on several projects. 
And, you know, I'm a comedian, so I know very little about the world of actually producing music and all the technicalities around it. But when I walked into your house for the first time, I just knew that you were the right producer because you had patience. And I knew that you had patience because when I walked in the first time, there was a lot of scribbling. So I in the lounge on your walls, scribbling and drawings and... I asked you what was happening. I thought maybe we needed to call a specialist. And you said, no, those drawings, your children do that. You allow your children to draw on the walls in the house yeah. at any time, even if it's a week before La Barang, you just allow it. <laughs> and that for me talks about patience, amazing patience. And that's a wonderful quality for any producer to have, particularly when a comedian walks into your studio. So I just think... That you are fantastic to work alongside. Don't ever change. You're a genius. You're amazing. And we love and respect you. Shukran. Oh, wow. Oh, Thanks so much. Even wow. I feel emotional with wow. that message. Eh? That's amazing. We say we're going to give you your flowers, Mr. Malam. We say we're wow. going to, you know, we're going to let you know that, um, you know, the work you put in over the last two decades and more, uh, that we see you, we hear you. Uh, there's so many listeners who, who might not even know that they love your songs. Yeah, and like, do you ever have this feeling where you're like driving somewhere or you're in a place and your, your songs play, and then you're just like, <laughs> I know uh, you. You probably like, do you like? You probably ask the waiter at the place, do you like the song? It used to be like that in the beginning. Mm. These days, I hear the stuff playing, and it's I'll just tell my wife Iman. I'll uh, just say like, my song's playing. Yeah, yeah, and I'll just leave it at that. It's still a good feeling. Eh? It is a good feeling to yeah. hear your stuff playing. I mean, it's not mine alone. It's yeah. the artist, really. But. Yeah. To know that I had a hand in that, you know, yeah. so it feels like my baby. In yeah, sense. yeah. Uh, on the note of uh, babies and family, uh, how important is, is family in your journey? How important has Ooh. it been? Because I, I know, obviously, you you grew up with your family, and then you had you have your own family. Yes. Um, and it's always been a big, consistent part of how you've remained focused and humble and grounded. Yes. No. No. Uh, family is first for me. Yeah. Always. Um, I'll drop everything. Yeah. For my family. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I love that. Uh, any advice to young producers, young artists out there? Uh, something that you, you'd want to share with them? Something that's probably uh, that's uh, that's truthful, you know, in terms of their journey and, and where they want to head. Something that not everyone would tell them. Um, look, I'm not going to say the cliche stuff. You know, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> believe in yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I'm going to say think about what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Um. Get information about the about the industry and how it works. Yeah. Um, look at different income streams. Yeah, know what you want to do with your with 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 your music. Do you want to do music just to feel good? Do you yeah. want to do music just to satisfy your need to make music, yeah. or do you want to do this as a career? And if you're gonna run it, if you're gonna do it as a career, you need to run it as a business. Yeah. So try and find out the best avenues that you can exploit to. To, to turn it into a business yeah yeah and still keeping it a passion you know yeah. don't, don't don't do things that you would n- normally not yeah do, yeah, 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 I mean. yeah yeah so try and find the best maybe commercial way of doing what you are doing so stay in your lane but commercialize it somewhere yeah, yeah. because doing commercial things I know I know people's gonna call me a sellout maybe but you know, it's it it's what pays the bills. Absolutely, so, man. And it's I have a family to 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 to, yeah. to to see too. So whenever an artist comes to me, I would say, look, when you come to me, my focus will try and be making songs for radio. Yeah. Um, to get playlisted. 
yeah. and that's going to be it. So if someone comes to me with a song that I feel this is not going to work, yeah. I'll be like, let's do something. Listen, else. can we do a drum and bass? Uh, I'm a piano uh, <laughs> mix with a bit of jazz and a touch of... Uh, <laughs> with a bit of edge. With a bit of edge, And I want to do the words backwards. <laughs> oh, yes, you know. That's not going to work, eh? No, it's not okay, going to work. Okay. Anyway, so that was my idea for my next song. But anyway. <laughs> also, yeah. And I'm just, just kidding. I'm just kidding. And also, just, just keep it simple. Yeah. Simple melodies, simple... Um, Predations. Yeah. Just keep it simple. That, that that works. I love that. That's Mr. Malam's advice to you. Any uh, final words you want to say uh, to the people that have been supporting and listening uh, to the music? Um, keep supporting. Keep yeah. listening and keep voting when my music comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow we, me on social media. Yeah, it's Ibrahim yeah. Malam. Yeah, across um, the board. Ibrahim Malam on um, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Underscore Malam. Malam yeah, yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram yeah. And I'm on TikTok, but I don't post anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's yeah. fine. All They'll good. find you. They'll find you. Yeah. Ibrahim, we want to say uh, just on behalf of myself, you know, I know you for a long time. Uh, we just want to, like I said, we want to give you your flowers. We want to say congratulations on two decades. Thank you. Uh, you are part of South African music, wow. musical heritage. You're part of Cape Townian musical heritage. I know we look at these things. We say, okay, cool. We got to talk about, you know, Jonathan Butler. We got to talk about Buta Zain. We got to talk about, yes. you know, and all the people who came before us allowed us to have these opportunities today. And uh, we fall into a bracket where we still here doing the things. So it's very easy to... It's very easy for people to miss the work you've done. So I wanted to use this opportunity and we wanted to use this opportunity just to say thank you for the great wow. music and we look forward to the rest of it. No, thank you. Thank you so much okay. for giving me my flowers. <laughs> I actually didn't. I just gave him water. But <laughs> it's, it's hypothetical. It's yes. metaphoric. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Mr. Mellon live on air. Uh, we get to play one of his songs now uh, that he made, a one that you will know is for Jared Ricketts. It's called Take Me to Your Heart. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.